You're listening to the Scale to Grow podcast, where we help service-based business owners to take the guesswork out of scaling and growing their business so they can pursue their passions. My name is Shauna, and I'm a business mentor to coaches and creatives, and I help them to get out of the day-to-day and focus on scaling and growing their business to the next level. I sit down with business owners to talk about their experiences, the lessons they've learned, and share tips and strategies on how you can build your business without the overwhelm. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Scale to Grow podcast. So for this episode, I wanted to talk about visibility and what it means for you and what it means for your business. So before coming into the online space, I was, for the most part, off the grid. I had very little social media presence. I had a tight-knit circle, and I was more focused on keeping it that way than building it out. And this is partly because I also used to do skip tracing in a past life. So I used to do audits on different businesses as well as individual when I was doing either B2B or B2C. So I had a lot of reservations when it came around being out there. So a lot of my own head trash in regards to that, because I always knew and also felt like too much wasn't too good, wasn't good to be out there because you do need to have some some semblance of privacy, right? But these days, what is privacy, really? It's Everything's pretty much out there, right? But when it comes to your business and when I made the switch, being out there is almost non-negotiable. And there needs to be a balance. And I think for me, that was the part that was missing because I was coming from a very technical background that really emphasized the need for a little bit more privacy, a little bit more incognito kind of approach to things. When I was making that transition into my business, that was something I had to really get over. So bringing visibility to your business, what does that mean? right? Why do you even need to be visible? And how will it benefit you and your business in the long run? So when you think of being visible, it is exactly the way you're thinking and what you know it to be. It's really the ability to be seen, right? And I found when it came to my business, there was a bit more than just having big brother privacy issues, but it was also tied back to confidence. And I found this was similar for a lot of people. A lot of people have a lot of head trash, a lot of stuff about, you know, what if I say the wrong things? What if I go out there and people don't resonate or people don't like what I'm doing? What if I don't even know what to write? Like there's so many things, right? But remember, this is about showing up for your business and for the people who don't know who you are and who need the information that you can bring, right? You're here to bring a solution or to help them to solve a problem, but they won't know who you are if you're not really out there, right? And I know it's tough because like I said, I'm coming from a heavy technical background where I was audited. A lot of times I was doing skip tracing. So I knew all the pitfalls when it comes to what happens when you're too much out there and what it could mean if someone really was to skip trace and gather information about you, right? So before I got out there, I had to do a lot of deep work to release some of the things that were holding me back in that respect. And while I'm still not 100%, it's better than I was even a couple of years back where I was completely off the grid, right? So the thing is, if no one knows about you, then you won't get more eyes on what you're doing. 
And that's why I said it's non-negotiable. But becoming more of an omnipresence online or wherever on, on multiple ch channels, it doesn't come overnight. And I think this is where there's a disconnect with a lot of people. They think that, you know, I can do it. I can sign up for a lot of platforms, have my name out there, and that's that. So you can do all of that. But what happens is you're not consistent and it's not sustainable because you're not consistent. And a lot of the algorithms are looking for consistency so that you can be sustainable, right? So when you're thinking of that, you have to think about building around sustainability and consistency when you're doing visibility. So visibility isn't just like being on every single platform. It's about also the consistency and the sustainability after the fact. So the way I did it was I started building one step at a time. And like I said, it wasn't easy and it still isn't easy because again, I'm not fully out there, but I definitely have a few platforms that I'm definitely working a strategy to build and to get more visibility on myself and on my business and the, in the way that I want it to. So I started off with the, the platforms where my clients hung out the most. So that came for me with a lot of market research and just trying to check in with people. Where do you spend most of your time? And just asking questions, right? But it really took that time to understand the platforms and how it will give me the most return on my investment, right? So a part of this work is about creating a visibility strategy. And yes, it's a thing. A visibility strategy is a thing. There's a strategy for everything because you have to learn how to understand where to approach your visibility. And with that, you need to think about the kind of the goal. So positioning the goal as to where you want to go with it. And then the strategy kind of works with how you're going to get to that goal, right? So that's why all of that just pulls it all together. And a lot of this includes the type of content you're going to put out. And it's not just the content, but also the platform for the content. That's one way to do it. When you think of visibility on a whole, you got to think about collaborations, you got to think about lives, you got to think about becoming moderators on, say, Clubhouse, if that's a place for you, showing up on different articles, like I said, and doing some speaking gigs, if that works for you, and affiliating with some of the industry experts that's out there so that you can also get brand recognition through their expertise. So you're almost kind of piggybacking off their expertise so that you can get that as well. Focusing on getting more people to see you outside of the people you already know. So if people are already in your circle, they're already a part of your community or part of your audience group, you are pretty much nurturing. You're not really getting new eyes or fresh eyes on your content, right? So if you're not converting and you've been posting, 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 it's probably because there's no new fresh eyes, right? And that's where visibility is going to really help you in your business. And it's finding and using multiple methods to reach your customers, right? The strategy that you're using really needs to be in line with how you're gonna get more eyes on your business and build a faster connection with people. And this is why when you share audiences with different people, it's really, really great for you because that's where visibility actually works the best. So there are four things that I think is important when you're doing the visibility. And I kind of touched on them before, but I wanted to go back into them. So the first one is the content. The second one is the platform. The third is 
your audience and what they need. And the fourth one is picking the mode that is the most comfortable for you. So whether that's audio or video, right? Or even just write in, right? Like blogs or whatever. So when you think of content, you have to think of content buckets to start with, right? So what can you talk about with your audience? So I'll give you an example. So when you think of someone who's doing, say, for instance, they're doing I'm going to go with like coaching. Of course, I'm going to go with coaching. But you think about what kind of coaching is it? Okay, so if it's fitness coaching, then we talk about different content buckets around fitness coaching. So whether it's nutrition, whether it's uh, physical exercise, whether it's mindfulness and mental state, whether it's talking about the finance related to fitness and how it affects your lifestyle. It, it could be different content buckets that can fit into the bigger, broader picture, right? So you have to think about what topics you can share, what trends you can cover related to those individual buckets and things that's going to relate to where your audience is in their buying cycle. So once you do that, you always start thinking about the platform, right? So what is the platform that you want to show up the most in? So it's where are they spending the most time? So for instance, if you don't have a podcast, and based on your research, your audience tend to listen more to podcasts, you might want to find yourself on podcasts as guests. So you can show up on your audience's radar so that you can create that, that space for them to find you, right? So just because you don't have that particular mode of communication or that channel doesn't mean that you can't leverage someone else's channel. And this is where collaborations really work for that, right? So the next thing is the audience needs. So what do they actually want? Do they need more visuals? Do they need more audio? And that kind of piggybacks on the last thing that I said. So you have to think about how are you going to connect back with these people? And what are they actually looking for to make that decision? So the fourth one is about picking the mode to deliver whatever you're talking about. So what is most comfortable for you? So what I mean by this you will have to start catering to all of your audience, whether it's audio, written, you, ha you have to. You have to start looking at how do my audience absorb information, right? And it's a little bit of really trying to dig deeper into your ideal clients and really understanding them. But you also want to understand yourself. So what brings out the best in you? For me, the place that I was most comfortable with was writing. So I would do more blogs or written content so that my audience could connect first there. And then what I would do was once I written the, that piece of content, then I would actually translate that into a podcast. So what you're seeing here is actually a translation of one of the content pieces that I created and I made it into more of speaking notes so that I can create a podcast from it. And it's a lot to do with repurposing and really be more efficient with your time. And over time, this gets much, much easier once you have a system in place. But with this, you really have to get better at being more efficient so that you can avoid things like content drain that a lot of people are having because they're constantly repeating new content and not repurposing. So you want to have a strategy, but you want to also be able to delegate and repurpose as much as possible. So when you're thinking about a lot of this stuff, you want to constantly think about, am I being effective with what I'm doing, right? So our customers 
really need to know about your business in order to interact with you. So there's a strategy out there that a lot of people tell you to do. And one of it is go into all these Facebook groups and share and show people that you are knowledgeable and show up there. So I get that concept and it does work. What I see a lot of people do, and I'm going to pick on coaches again, I see a lot of coaches go into coaching group and think they're going to find their clients there. So if you go into a coaching group with a bunch of other coaches, with a bunch of other health coaches, with a bunch of other fit- fitness gurus, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to talk about the same things. Like you're going to be regurgitating the same information. So there's nothing new. There's nobody who's going to have like eureka moments because that's not going to happen because you're all doing the same things. One of the things that I always say, if you're going to go into those groups, you're going to go into those groups because you're looking for more collaborations or partnerships. And you have to go into a space where they do believe strongly in collaboration over competition. So you don't want to be in a space where you're constantly trying to just compete with each other because it's not going to be healthy for a working relationship anyways. So when you think of visibility, you have to start thinking about Is what I'm doing strategic? Am I trying to build collaboration and community of peers in the industry? Or am I trying to target my audience with this visibility action that I'm taking? And a lot of that is going to come from what you are looking for as the end goal, because visibility as it relates to partnerships or collaborators or collaboration will be determined based on what your goals are, right? So when you're starting to think about all of that, those are some of the big factors that come into place. So how do you measure all of this to see if it's working? The good thing is measuring is a lot easier than being visible because trying to be visible is not just, you know, having PR, having the right content, being on the right platform, saying saying all the things that's going to resonate with your audience. But it is about also the hard stuff, like all the, well, not even the hard stuff, but more all the technical stuff. So like your website, you know, like, are you doing SEO? Are you right in the right content? Are you on specific type of platforms that has a really strong SEO? Like, how are you showing up when someone puts you in the search engines? But the easy way to check is checking your traffic. And that's on all platforms. So when you're thinking of visibility or how many new eyes are coming on your content, right? And the reason why I say to do to do it that way is because sometimes we're looking at did I get a conversion in terms of sale? But a lot of times people don't get into your sales pipeline in the early stage, especially when they're new, just by just seeing your content one time, right? So you really got to make sure you're removing kind of a conversion action from a sales perspective and just focusing on is that new prospect converting into now going to my sales pipeline, right? So, and this is where strategy will make sense for you. So the the first thing is first, if you don't have a platform or a channel that will help you with your visibility, get on these platforms. Like you need to collaborate with people. So if there's other people in the space that have like a podcast or if there's a blog contribution that you can do, or if there's something else that you can contribute that can put more eyes on your business, those are just some of some of the ways that you need to, to to put your business out there to stay visible. And if you're not someone who is constantly out there, constantly, you know, doing lives, reels, whatever, 
you can find other ways to build that visibility because there's more than one ways to build the ecosystem around yourself. And once you build that ecosystem around yourself, what will start happening is people will start noticing you because you will show up on multiple different feeds, multiple different channels. And then once you do that, sometimes you will get people who will or not. Sometimes you will get people who are going to start coming to you because They've been seeing you a lot more. They've been absorbing your content and they've been finding out more about you, learning more about what you do, how you can potentially either work with them or solve a problem. And this is how visibility all takes form. So visibility can come in many different ways, but the major thing is when you are starting to get visible or deciding to get visible, there's a ton of benefits for your business because it will bring more eyes to your business, but it's also a way to build that omnipresence overall across multiple channels, okay? And leveraging other people and building solid relationships. And this is where affiliates can even be very helpful. So I hope this was helpful for you. Thank you for listening to the Scale to Grow podcast. If you would like to know more about how we can help you to take the guesswork out of your business, visit us at www.concaveservices.com.